Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. I'm James Neal. Start on theirs. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle. Fun years are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Jajar Kara. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Puglia Army back barring in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. The Edmonton Oilers clinch the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 All right, welcome everybody. Uh, a 90-minute version of Oilers now today as uh, Chorus and 630 Chad carried the uh, Jason Kenny Provincial press conference, the update on the potential uh, reopening up of the province here in various stages. Uh, keep getting vaccinated. The totals as of yesterday up to 2.552 million uh, shots have gone out currently in uh, the province. And just to keep things in perspective for you, uh, Edmonton's active caseload uh, was above, it was about 6,100 on May the 2nd. It is down to uh, 3,100 active cases right now. So that bodes well. We need to keep that going. we got a jam-packed edition of Oilers now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy IT and supplies. In mere moments, after just finishing a hour-long media availability. Uh, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, we're just uh, negotiating contact with him right now. Uh, he will join us here on uh, Oilers Now uh, in the opening half hour of the show. At uh, one o five today, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey will also get his thoughts. Of course, he works for Post Media and is their pandemic uh, reporter. And at one thirty-five today, we will hook up with Brian Lawton for the NHL Network for Mattress Superstore. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Update those old floors with old, uh, with uh, one color engineered hardwood for $299 a square foot. Head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. And momentarily, we'll uh, head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and talk to Ken Holland. Speaking of the River Cree, when the province returns to action and we're closing in on that date, so too will the River Cree Resort and Casino excitement uh, bet on it. Reminder, uh, we are on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling. And get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Well, our top story is actually going to be uh, when we talk to Ken Holland here, the Oilers president of hockey operations and general manager. Again, uh, lots of different topics uh, to get to. Uh, we will tell you. 
that uh, during the course of today's show, we'll get into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, as well as our Oilers injury report. Ken talked a bit about uh, Oscar Kleffbaum's situation in the main media availability today. And uh, we'll have this day in Oilers history, as well as our North Division report for Craig Hummel at REMAX Excellence. So, Brendan, you just give me the go-ahead. And uh, don't be afraid to put a call in yourself if you have to. And, uh, and again, uh, we'll have lots coming up for you on Oilers now during the course of uh, today's uh, show, which is a uh, work in progress as we speak. Uh, the uh, Oilers players spoke yesterday. I think that the, one, the biggest uh, get that I got out of it was the fact that uh, the Oilers should, you know, if you're an Oilers fan, you're frustrated, maybe even exasperated with how the season concluded. But it appeared quite evident to me from Connor McDavid, and I know TSN's Ryan Rashog pointed this out uh, on Twitter, uh, just about the fact that the engagement rate, Mark Spector from uh, Roger Sportsnet wrote a piece about it as well. Uh, you got the sense of the ownership that the likes of McDavid and Dreisaitl and Nurse, uh, to name a few, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins as well, had put into it uh, regarding sort of where uh, they're at and where they wanted to see this organization go. I've said it once, I'll say it 6,000 times. When you're at practice and you watch who's putting the time in and then you talk to the coaches and see who's putting the extra you know, video work in and, and picking up on nuances and tendencies, um, it bodes well for an organization that Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisettle, and Darnell Nurse are th- three of the order's hardest-working players most engaged, most committed players because what happens is they influence the course and direction of the other prospects. So without further ado, we are going to be heading off right now to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and we are joined by our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Uh, We are pleased to be joined by Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Hi Ken, it's Bob. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Nice to be with you. Yeah, absolutely. I remember I asked you uh, uh, in September of 2019, uh, you know, do do you feel like an oiler yet? And you said, Bob, I became an oiler the day that uh, I got announced as general manager of the hockey team. So you've been with the club now for a couple of years uh, as as an oiler and as a guy that heads up the organization. How frustrating was it watch, to watch uh, the Winnipeg series un- unfold? But now that you've had a couple days to maybe decompress, can you also see the silver lining and maybe what occurred during the course of that series? Yeah. I, you know, I'd, I'm not sure what you were to use, Bob. I don't know. If, you know, I think the end result was frustrating, but I think as the games w- w- went on, I, I thought – you know, I thought game. I thought we played good in game one, but we lost two to one. And you know, game two, I thought we had a slow start, and I thought Smitty kept us in the game. And then we played good the last two periods, and we lose in overtime, one nothing. Certainly, game three, not being able to to take a four-one lead with nine minutes to go and get it, get it, get a W out of it was 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 uh, a big blow. But I thought our guys uh, showed a lot of pride and passion and determination and 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 character and and uh played hard in game four and went to triple overtime so you know i think the end result when you look at four zero um it looks like it was a cakewalk for uh for for winnipeg um you know being here every step of the way um 
I thought it was a really, really close series. Um, three games went to overtime. They found ways. Uh, they made the plays to uh, to win to win the games, and and and, and we didn't. Um, so I would say I was. I'm, I'm very very disappointed in the end result, but very proud of the year that our our guys dug in and they played really hard from the day one of, uh, of training. We got off to a tough start with a three and six start. We played at a high level the rest of the regular season, and I think the hurt. Um, and the pain today um, is a reflection of the expectations and the hope that our players played at a high level. We kind of, you know, we all, we were all hoping and, 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 and I don't want to say expecting, but hoping and believing that we could go on a, on a, on a, on a playoff run because we played at a high level. So that's a good thing. That's a, not a bad thing. We, 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 I lived all these disappointments in Detroit, and and uh, the, the the pain, the pain is the fuel and the motivation down the road. All right, uh, when you took over the team in eighteen nineteen, can twenty fifth in points percentage, twentieth in goals for, twenty fifth in goals against, ninth on the power play, thirtieth in penalty kill, twenty seventh in save percentage. So, other than the power play, the team was in the bottom of the third in six key statistical categories. This season, 11th in points percentage, 7th goals for, 11th in goals against, 1st in the power play, 2nd straight year there, ninth in the league in PK, 7th in save percentage. Is that a sign, do you think, that you're progressing in the right direction? Well, I'd like to think so. I mean, I think... You know, I think you know. Again, I, I you know, I'd, I'd say to you, the last forty-seven games, we were fourth in the league in in um, in winning percentage this year. We, we we tied Washington for the best road record in the league. You don't fluke it in this league. It's the best league in the world, and you can fluke it for a little bit, but you can't fluke it for long stretches. I mean, two years in a row now, we've been twelfth overall and eleventh overall. Certainly, the certainly. You know we've got the world's greatest player. Uh, we got a great player. You know, a, 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 you know an MVP in Leon. I thought the, the Darnell made tremendous progress this year in taking his game to another level. You know, we had been there's other players. I, I don't I don't go through the whole list, uh, but 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 we had lots of players play at a high high level. Uh, Tyson Berry, you know, and, and and great leadership. And two years in a row, we're twelfth and eleventh. Now two 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 massive disappointments: the play in versus Chicago, and now this series versus versus Winnipeg. But I thought, you know, when I look at the way we played as a team versus Chicago in the play in series in August and I looked the way that we played in the playoffs versus Winnipeg we played way better hockey we played the hockey that the type of hockey that I think you know we checked we 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 we, we worked we we competed um um and I think that I really believe that we're we're headed in the right direction but if you make the playoffs and our goal is to make the playoffs year after year after year you're going to have some disappointments, but you need those disappointments to, you don't need them, but they, those disappointments ultimately are part of, 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 the, of, 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 of ultimately being 
being a champion. I mean, it's 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 a process. Ken Holland joining us right now. Ken, uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, Darnell Nurse. For me, they're your best players. Uh, they show all three of them sort of express their commitment to continuing down and, and taking ownership for the fact that the team didn't get out of the opening round, but also that that's going to be part of what drives them. They're in as good a shape as any of the players in your team. And I think when you have players at that caliber, I think it impacts future players coming. And I wonder whether or not you can maybe, uh, you know, does it help when, when McDavid Drysaddle and Nurse are the hardest working guys? And you've got, you know, Bouchard and Broberg coming on D and and McLeod and Holloway uh, at forward. Is that not a decent template to start from, knowing that you're, you're going to have a chance from our organic growth from guys that have become leaders and are committed? It's not a decent template. It is the template that you, when you're best players, I was, you know, I, again, I, you know, in, when I, I am in my long time in Detroit, our best players were the most committed athletes off the ice. And that's what, that's what Connor Leon and Darnell do. Not only do they, are they great players on the ice, they're committed. They're in the gym every day. They're in the gym every day, all year long. You don't have to worry about, you know, if they go on a vacation, they're in the gym. They, 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 they plan their life around being the best that they can be. They make sacrifices to be the best that they can, they, they can be. And when you're a young player and you come to training camp and you watch us in training camp and you watch the players and then when the practice is over, these players go to the gym and they watch what they eat and they make decisions about being and then you eventually work your way from the draft table through Bakersfield or from college or whatever you're and you come on and you're on the team and you watch them every day. They are the role models for how to be how to lead your life as as a professional athlete on and off the ice. They 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 they, they give you every ounce of what they got on an everyday basis. It's 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 a hard league. Some nights they're not at their best but they're giving you everything they got. They've given you everything. And if they have, if they happen to have an off night, you know, they're bouncing back the next night. That's, that's what makes them. That's what makes them great is, is pride, determination, passion, commitment, sacrifice. And those intangibles, those, those ingredients are, are a part of whoever wins the Stanley cup championship every year. Those, those organizations that has to be a part of your program. And, that is the, the template, and we're 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 all fortunate. You know, I'm fortunate as a manager, and we're fortunate as 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 as, 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 as for the fans and for for our coaching staff to have these those three young, um, incredible athletes as the leaders of, of of this team. Not only are they talented, but they've got all the 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 intangibles that are necessary to be the leaders. Of, of 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 a hockey team that you know our goal is to, to 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 legitimately contend for the Stanley Cup and eventually one day to win it and and then and then when you win it once the goal is to try to win it to win it again but we're building and we're growing and those players on and off the ice they are they are the leaders of this team. All right, uh, Ken. Uh, obviously, the organization's got some prospect defensemen: Bouchard, uh, Broberg, Samarukov, uh, Niemalainen. Though they both finished the season injured, uh, I, I think it's fair to say you're deeper in, in defense prospects than forward prospects right now. On that note, and as a result, do you th- 
see in terms of spending money cap wise do you see it to be more of a priority in terms of shoring up maybe the top nine forward spots as opposed to maybe the defense well i mean first off bob i mean we have some huge decisions to make on defense you know what's Klepsbaum's status i can uh, uh Tyson Berry's an unrestricted free agent. Um, Larson's an unrestricted free agent. So we do have, I do have some major decisions to make. And it's not only my decision, it's the player's decision as to, you know, what they want to do. And that, that's going to obviously really impact um, my thinking on the back end. Up front, up front, um, you know, you're always looking to get a little more, little more depth scoring. You know, try to you like to get a little more depth scoring. Part of that, part of that, I think, Bob, is just internal growth. You know, you look at Jesse Pugliarvi. Just I remember them yesterday, Tip and I, and you know, he just said he just turned 23 last recently. Like he's, and then and Yamos, Yamamoto's 22, and and um, uh, McLeod's 21. You know, y- we we need they're going to grow and they're going to get a little get to know the league. They, none, you know, none of them have played a, a hundred games in, in the National Hockey League. So, so it's 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 a part of it is me going out on the open market in July with some with some money to see if we can we can add a player or two that makes us a little bit better. Part of it is the internal part of it's the internal growth, and then and then and then and then obviously we talked about the decisions on the back end, and then and then piece together a team and. Over 82 games, try to play our way back into the same opportunity, and and see if we can be a little more prepared the next go round. Ken, you mentioned uh, today that you would be open to using whatever mechanisms possible, including a buyout. You also said in your media availability today, Mike Smith, uh, you'd like to resign him. Can you come back with the same goaltending tandem? Well, I, yeah. I mean, they were. The, you know they were. I, I, you seventh. would know more than me. I think. Yeah, seventh. they were seventh in the league. You know, it was a good tandem for us. Now I know Smitty's thirty-nine and Koski's what thirty-three. I think. You know, it's it's not a it's not a young tandem. Um, but you know, if you're in the if you're in the win now mode, which you know I'm in the win now mode. You know, to try to be the best we can be. You know, I'll worry about twenty-two, twenty-three when we get there. Yeah, I mean the the the, the, the the statistics tell us that we got good goaltending. The the eyeball, you know, that I used to watch our games over 56 games tells us that we once Mike Smith came back, um, you know, I thought early on, you know, Koski got here just before training camp, and then he had to sit in a in a in a quarantine there for a week, and and then and then uh, all of a sudden he had to play. We had no train, no extra preseason games, and then Koski had to play. 10 of the first 11 games and you know he, he helped us get out of the gate but once once Mike Smith got back and, and we got our, our our tandem going you know we had we had really good goaltending on an every night on an every night basis you know the odd night is it's an off night but but for the our goaltending was it was excellent so could I bring them back together again for 21 22 why not they they we, they gave us they gave us they gave us good goaltending um you know they're they're older but I, 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 you're only making a move if you think you can get better goaltending. I, I don't want to try to start putting in kids, and 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 uh, 
and, 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 and go through the growing pains of, of, of young players. We're, we're just we're trying to take the we're trying to take the next step. We're trying to be, you know, you just talk. We're 28th overall, 12th overall, 11th overall. We're trying to move in. We're trying to move into the top 10 overall. We're trying to, and we're we're we're, we're, we're trying to continue to to with young players with young players, especially in net. You know, there's growing pains. There's 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 growing yes. pains. So can I bring the same guys back? Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Now this also might be a unique opportunity because of the expansion uh, out there, where teams can only protect one goaltender. There might be uh, something in that regard. I don't know if this question was asked during the media availability. Ken, would you you held on your first round draft choice? Would you contemplate trading your first round pick? If you could get hypothetically uh, a left wing that could make an immediate impact, that's uh, that's uh, team controlled. In other, in other words, under contract. Well, the, the, the obvious answer is yes. The re, the rea, the rea, the reality for me is, I mean, if you, you you start to first off the team that's doing that is probably doing that because they're they're either going into rebuild. So you got to look at rebuild teams. The player is probably an unrestricted player in a year. I mean, if the guy's got two or three years, who's trading a who's trading a, an established left winger that's 23 years old for a, for the 21st pick in the draft? Like they're they're they're, they're trading you. They're, they're trading you if he's going to be a he's an under. So it's going to be somebody 27, 28, 29. He's got a year to go in his deal. They don't think they can re-sign him. They're going into rebuild mode. You know, you you start to you, it, it starts to get to be a smaller list and a smaller list and a smaller list and a smaller list and a smaller list. So so the answer is yes, but do I real do I realistically think that something like that will be available? I don't, I don't. But I'm going to work the phones from you know. From, usually, usually what happens in the NHL right around when you get down to the final four, you know, 27, 28 teams are out. Then, then, the, then, then the, the calls start coming around, and and teams start. They've had their pro scout meetings. They've talked to their coaches. They've they've done all their planning. So here in the next, uh, you know, about the middle of June, I'll start working the phones and I'll see what other managers are thinking to see if if. If something like that would be would would be available, Ken. Uh, just a couple quick hitters. You mentioned Shore in the availability. He's a restricted free agent. He can play multiple forward positions. I don't know if anybody brought up Cuckoo, but he played for you in the playoffs. Could you envision those two players being re-signed as depth guys? Um, yeah, yeah. We, we we thought we thought both guys. I mean, obviously, you know. Cuckoo got derailed. He played, I think, eleven games, and he got missed the rest of the year. And then he came in in the playoffs. So, you know, our 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 read on him isn't isn't as thorough as it is on a on a guy like Shore, who was here the entire year. Um, you know, I think you know, and I'm going to speak for Sir Tip and I. We like we like we like what Devin Shore brings. He can play left wing. He can play center. He can kill penalties. He can check um, if he's a healthy. You know, he's got a if he's a healthy scratch. He waits his he waits his turn. He's got a good attitude. He supports his his players. You know, he's been he's he's, he's what twenty six years of age. So he's not. Yeah. He's not he's not old. He's conscientious. So yes, I'm, I'm, we're very. Um, you know, in all probability, I would I would see us resigning, resigning Devin. You know, and he and he you know he talked about. He's, a, you know, he talked about that his last five years that he had 
played for eight different coaches. You know, a couple of the times he was traded, a couple a few times that the coaches were, you know, there was an interim coach, and then there was, you know, yeah. so you know, I, I, hopefully we can provide stability, and we got to. Those are the types of players, Bob, that you need to grow into. They have a little bigger. A little bigger. He said his career high in goals was 13. I don't know that he, you know, because you, you got to play some minutes. It's a hard league to get 13 goals if you're not on the power play and playing. But, yeah. but certainly he, he can give us a little secondary scoring. He can check. He can kill penalties. He can play left wing. He can play center. He played good. Cook, well, I got to start out the defense. I got to find out what's going on with with Clef Bomb. I, you know, so uh, I'm open to Cuckoo coming back. Uh, but I got I got to sort all uh, everything uh, on, on the back end out. People are going to say, okay, we've only got about uh, 45 seconds, but in every good negotiation, and it might be a hard one, RH, uh, it might hurt for you and it might hurt for him in a perfect world. Is that kind of how it goes sometimes? Well, those those are the best deals. You know, when, when, when both sides uh, when both sides don't like the deal, uh, but can live with the deal, and uh, those 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 historically for me are the the best deals. Obviously, my uh, I'm hoping we can find a solution to uh, to keep Nuge Nuge here, and and then uh, keep him a part of the part of the group, and then and then and then have some cap a little cap space left to go out and try to try to try to uh, bring in another player or two. Uh, Ken, we appreciate the time you gave us all year, and I'll try not to bug you for the next hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Bob. See you later. That is Ken Holland. He's the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers. We've got a ton of breaks to catch up to. It's 12.58 Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update. I believe it's Evan Cluck. Uh, we'll be back uh, with David Staples, Call to Hockey. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.